You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel is written to us by Luke. Jesus came down with the twelve, and he stood on a stretch of level ground with a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal regions of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, this is what he said. How blessed are the poor. The kingdom of God is yours. How blessed are you who are hungry now. You will be satisfied. How happy are you who are weeping now. You will one day laugh. How happy are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the human one. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day because your reward will be great in heaven. Their ancestors treated the prophets in just this way. Woe to you who are rich. You have received your consolation. Woe to you who are satisfied now. Later you will be hungry. Woe to you who are falsely happy now. One day you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when everybody speaks well of you. Their ancestors treated the false prophets in just this way. The Gospel of the Lord. So Jesus has just chosen on the mountaintop, his first 12. Then he walks down, and this, these are the very first words recorded that he says to them. So they must be important. They must be central. There's a different version in Matthew that we read on All Saints' Day, and we usually call it the Eight Beatitudes. Luke has a little different version. He has four Beatitudes or blessings and four warnings. This is a good example to teach when people believe that the Bible is somehow inerrant. Well, which is the true version, Matthew or Luke? They're both true. But once you get into there's only one true word of God from Jesus, even the New Testament contradicts that. So let's look at the text itself. Let let me say this. I don't think he's talking about some ideal utopia that is really going to happen. I doubt if this is ever going to happen. But he's describing a parallel universe, what the world would look like if people really followed him. Maybe that's even more demanding. Because let's all admit, I have to admit, I don't think the poor are lucky. Do you? 
I mean, nothing in our country says we do. We dismiss the poor. We hate the poor. He's giving us an upside-down version of reality to turn our own morality on its head. Blessed are you who are hungry now to live at least a bit in dissatisfaction, which is the human situation anyway, so that we long for God, the one thing that alone will finally satisfy us. Blessed are you who are weeping now. Weeping doesn't sound like a very fun thing. Well, it isn't. But uh, we call it now grief work. And any of you who have been through any stages of grief, you know what I'm talking about. You're very different during and after. People who've gone through major grief usually tend to be compassionate, or at least more compassionate. They tend to be more forgiving, more understanding. Somehow grief or sadness softens the heart. Before it, we can be very cruel. In the name of Jesus, I had a book sent to me last week called Mean Christians. This is by a Protestant minister who said, how is it that our religion has produced so many mean people? And it's true, that's our image. People are just rejecting other people and angry and they think they're going to heaven and no one else is. Don't be a mean Christian. We have too many already. Don't add to the number, please. And then, again, talk about upside-down universe. How happy are you when people hate you? What? I'm not happy. when, And a lot of people do hate me. I get... I get hate letters every day when they exclude you and insult you and denounce your name as evil. Why should I be happy? Well, because then you have to find your happiness somewhere else than in other people's opinion of you. I hope some of you like me, but I can't base, <laughs> I can't base my happiness on whether you like me. That's, just, that's called codependency now. You know, it's just up and down. Take the temperature. Who likes me today? Don't do that. If you want to build your personality, your life, on a solid foundation, base it on one who loves you unconditionally, constantly, and without exception. Then you don't go up and down. You know who you are. You know who you are forever. Now what Luke does differently uh, and he adds the four woes. Woe to you who are rich. Woe to you who are filled now. This, as revealed in the first reading, if you were listening, was a Jewish way of teaching. Blessings and woes. To sort of uh, compare the spiritual life with the, as they called it, the worldly life. You know, it's not that there's anything evil about being a rich person. But once you get there, you've got to maintain it, you see. And you spend your whole life proving why you deserve it. And you've got to earn more money to pay the new mortgages. And it's, it's a competitive world. 
It doesn't create community. For years, I've quoted Thomas Merton's wonderful line. He says, you spend your whole life climbing the ladder of success. And when you get to the top of the ladder, you realize there's nothing up there. But until you're up there, you think there is. But when you can be happy with very little, and I'm sure that's what he's talking about, he's not idealizing destitution, but people who are satisfied with little. Probably most of you in this room who live from paycheck to paycheck. You don't store up, you survive and learn how to enjoy with what is. That's every wise person who's ever lived has said something like that. And yet you and I live in a capitalist culture. And I can't emphasize enough how that has almost entirely filtered how we understand the gospel. It's all about climbing, achieving, attaining, performing, winning. Is there any other value in Washington, D.C. except winning? I won. Big deal. Does that prove anything true or good or beautiful? I won. I won. That's how superficial our country has become. But you are the blessed ones. You are the ones who should, and I hope do, know better.